We let the hippie in here. Christian and King, weekdays, noon to 3 on ESPN New Hampshire Radio and streaming live on ESPNNHradio.com. What do you need? What do you want? Can I not just live here without having to occasionally deal with you animals? Now, here's Christian Arcan and Tom King. It's your hour number two, Christian King, ESPN New Hampshire, streaming live on ESPNNH.com, streaming live on TuneIn. Good to have you with us here today on this very chilly Thursday afternoon. Yeah, this, is the, this is the warm-up. This I is know. just the warm-up act. I know, I know. You know? <laughs> I know. Texter says, I had a bed bug problem, then I put on your show, cranked up the volume, and they all ran out of the house. See, we serve a purpose. We certainly do. That's it. Community service. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you, that's an Acres, the Raiders Acres. You better hope that team is good. Yeah. Because if not, we're gonna say what happened to your Raiders. <laughs> better hope indeed. they better. You better hope that they're gonna be good. There is a uh, there is a chart out right now, which is I was, yes, it's I, up to date. I was always afraid to look at my chart when I went to the doctor chart of how many games would Bill Belichick have to lose in a row to match other NFL coaches' win percentage? We'll start with uh, Ben McAdoo has actually a better career win percentage than Bill Belichick, but that's just because he's just started. Uh, Bruce Arians. Ben McAdoo. is the only one. He's the only one. With his sweet haircut. Oh, my Lord. In order to have the same percentage as Bruce Arians, Belichick would have to lose 12 games in a row as McCarthy, 13, Mike Tomlin, 18, uh, Andy Reid, they have to lose 39 in a row, Pete Carroll, 49, uh, Bill O'Brien, he'd have to lose 71 in a row. And then it starts getting crazy. To match Marvin Lewis's winning percentage, Bill Belichick would have to lose 97 straight games. To match Gary Kubiak's, 105 straight games. To match Jack Del Rio's, 123. To match Rex Ryan, 138. (laughs) To match... Straight games? Yes. To match Chip Kelly, 171. Poor Chip. Poor Chip's on To match Mike Malarkey. To match Mike Malarkey's winning percentage, Uh, Bill Belichick would have to lose 306 consecutive games. That's great. To match Hugh Jackson's win percentage. Uh Uh-oh. Bill Belichick would have to lose 498 close. consecutive games. I was games. close. I said 500. But that's not even the worst. Uh, let, me, let me guess. And the worst would be for Jeff Fisher, right? Not Jeff Fisher. No? I'm not sure if Jeff Fisher... Hold on. Is Jeff Fisher even on this list? I need to look. Um, I don't know where my music is. Oh, All there, right. is well, there we go. Uh, Jeff Fisher is not on the list. All right. Because he got fired, so I guess, yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, there's no Rams representative here. You're probably not going to get it. No, probably not. Do you know who the head coach of the Jaguars is? Oh, uh, Gus Bradley. Gus Bradley. Yeah. In order for Bill Belichick to match Gus Bradley's winning percentage, Bill Belichick would have to lose 668 consecutive football games. To be as bad as Gus Bradley. Oh, my God. Wow. That's amazing. Wow. That's amazing. Wow. 
Ooh. I mean, even some of the other, like 49 straight games to get down with Pete Carroll is kind of amazing in its own right. No kidding. Considering how good Carroll's teams have been lately. Right, right. No kidding. And even, you know, Andy Reid, 39 straight games to be as bad as Andy Reid. 668 straight games he'd have to lose in a row to be as bad as Gus Bradley. That's incredible. That's really incredible. Right? To have that same percentage. That's what we're talking about, But that's about, what right? it would take to have that same right, percentage. Right, right, same percentage now. Yeah, that's incredible. By the way. But what's even more incredible is go back in time mm-hmm. to 2000. To this time in December, in December of 2000, all right? Yeah. 16 years ago, no one, no one, would have thought we'd be having this conversation regarding Bill Belichick. No one. Okay? Yeah, true. Because he had failed as a head coach in Cleveland, even though I thought he did a decent... He didn't really fail. See, hear me out. Even though I thought he did a decent job to get them to a winning season, it took him a few years to do that, and then they went in the tank because they were going to, you know, they were found out they were leaving Cleveland, and and everything just went... The whole thing just exploded in, in their face. All right? So... But he didn't do a great job in Cleveland. All right, he made him an eleven-win team in after four years. It was his fourth in the year. fourth year. Yeah, that was yeah. his fourth year. So it took him a while. You had to you had to do a lot of things to 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 get to that point. And then he comes to New England, and he inherits a team that was on the downturn in terms of their record. By you know they were eight and eight. They weren't four and twelve when he took it over. They right. were eight and eight. And they went five and eleven. Yeah. Now, everybody knew when he took over the team, he didn't like what he had. They didn't have a draft pick because of the first round pick because they had to give that up to get him. Mm-hmm. And, um, and they were soft, and that that's not as kind. See, you always take the first year of a new head coach, and you throw it out because they're they're bringing his own guys in that he can have right. and getting rid of the old guys out. You know that he doesn't want. Mm-hmm. But still, they were five and eleven. Yeah, and then they were zero and two to start the next year. Yeah, but in December of two thousand, when they were struggling, you know, no one thought that they were. You know, it was like, oh boy, this is not a very good team. Yeah, you know, and this is Belichick. Let's see what he. Let's see if some people were blaming it on the Pete Carroll, Bobby Greer regime, and others were saying, well, it's Belichick. He's not that good a coach. Yeah, it's true. And it was it was bad, you know, head coach, head coach. So I mean, as an assistant, he had a game plan in the Hall of Fame for crying out loud. Yeah, you know the the, the Bills uh, Super Bowl win. Belichick also in those first couple years in Cleveland was in division with the Steelers, who were not great. I mean, they they never won anything the the '90 Steelers, but they did make the playoffs every year. And also Warren Moon's Houston Oilers. Yes, you know that was oh, a yeah, tough yeah, division. It was a tough division, and he ended up make turning them into an 11 win team in three years. Right, That's pretty, right. His first couple four of years, years, four years. His first couple of years, I think they were still like six and ten and seven and nine. They and, went seven and nine. Uh, hold on, I just yeah. Look up, look up those Cleveland years. It, it surprised six me. Six and ten, seven nine, seven and seven nine, and 11 nine and five. right? See, it, it took them. You know, that that third year going seven and nine today mm. would have gotten him fired. Probably, yeah. You know? Because they hadn't shown improvement in three seasons. 
They were still in the same six and ten. What's the difference? Six and ten, seven and nine. Same right. thing, you know. Three years running. Mm-hmm. So, you know, then he went to Testaverde, and that changed things. You know, quarterback is is a big, big reason why some of these coaches do so well. Yeah, I mean, it, it helps them. It helps them, you know, get their get their point across to their team. You know, this is what we do. This is how we do it. And we're winning games, so do it this way. And that then they follow it. Testaverde had a bad year that year. He went eleven and five. He went eleven and five. And they, and, but they lost. But he the, had a fifty-five fifty-five percent completion percentage, twenty-five hundred yards, sixteen touchdowns, and eighteen picks. Who was the Who was the running back? His right. His QB rating was seventy point seven. They had to run the ball then. Who was uh, their the, main running back was Leroy Horde. Oh yeah, Horde. Yeah, he was a yeah. he was like a fullback type. Yeah, he was a he was a he ran for eight hundred and ninety yards and five touchdowns. And how the hell did they Eric win? Metcalf was on that team? How the hell did they win defense? Yes, must have. Their offense wasn't very. Their good. offense wasn't very good at all. <laughs> no. They beat the Patriots in the playoffs. Yeah, they, that year. Yes. Yeah. Yep, they did. That's right, they did. Yep, first round. And the Patriots did a great job to get to the playoffs. They were three and six. Mm-hmm. Two guys named Leroy scored a touchdown in that game. Leroy Thompson from the Patriots yeah. and Leroy Horde in the Browns. Yeah, about that. I wonder how many other games two different people named Leroy scored a touchdown. Probably not many. I bet you there probably isn't one other game where two guys, two different guys named Leroy scored a touchdown. It happened in one of my Nerf football games. I'm not sure. <laughs> Depends what neighborhood you're in, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Bill Belichick. <laughs> it makes... I was I was having a conversation last night with someone who, who, uh, yeah, who uh, was basically talking about the main thing with the Patriots and and sort of Belichick and and why maybe he gets the undue attention is partially to do with that he didn't play he played at Wesleyan college football wasn't really a football guy um, turned his back on Bill Parcells who a lot of people liked you know never really sort of bought into the whole coach's gang mentality that a lot of the other ones do. But I don't think that's it. Well, when did he turn his back on Parcells? With the Jets, I don't know. Oh, when he left the Jets? Yeah. Yeah, I think he just thought that, that Parcells was going to be hanging over him and he didn't like the ownership situation. So so I think, you know, it turns out, you know, he looks strange doing it because he doesn't like talking in front of people a lot, or at least he didn't back then. He wasn't used to it as much. It wasn't very personable in Cleveland. Sony did that HC of the NYJ, you know, resign and the whole bit, did it on a napkin or whatever and handed it in, you know, it's folklore and as part of the Jets history. And, you know, it's just, that's built, that's Belichick being Belichick. You know, he, today is a different world. I think he knows that and he deals with things a little bit differently. As far as what he, you know, you know, you know he, you know, you can't, you can't argue what he did with, Leaving the Jets to come to New England, you know, it was it was a, a good situation for him, and because yeah. he was going to be in complete control, mm-hmm. you know, sure. And he knew he I wasn't... can see why the Jets wouldn't like him for that. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, but what do the Jets run out? The, you know, they make all the decisions now. Woody Johnson, I don't think he's the guy who would follow the poll. You know, N- no, I mean, but he wasn't in charge then. That's true. He wasn't in charge. Yeah, then. exactly. So he, that's even this less was, reason why he this ownership. Yeah. The ownership of the Jets back then was. Uh, I'm trying to think. Was it still? It was still uh, Leon Hess, I think. When Belichick left, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, Hess brought in Parcells. Mm. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. 
you know, but he didn't, you know, he had parcels hanging all over him and he didn't, you know, he didn't really want to, you know, he didn't really want to do that. People forget Belichick was introduced as the Jets head coach right after the New England Super Bowl win. Mm. And he was given that title because yeah. of legalities with Parcells. You know, and then Parcells, you know, was freed to go there. You know, and and that, you know, then he took over as head coach. But Belichick was the interim head coach there. You know, Hess' initial investment in the Jets was $250,000. And that was probably back in, let me guess, that was back in what, 1968? 63. Oh, wow. Close. Yeah. Yeah. Texter says it would take a little over 40 and a half seasons for Belichick to even be able to lose 668 consecutive games. It would. He'd have to play 40, 40 more years he'd have to coach and lose every single game <laughs> to be as bad as, uh, who was it? Um, Gus Bradley. <laughs> Let's take a look. Oh, boy. Who are the coaches that are probably going to be canned? Mm, good question. I would say Bradley is number one on my list. He's got to be, yeah. Marvin Lewis is probably number two. Bowles? No, I don't think Bowles will be fired. Ooh, really? Yep, I don't think he will be. Ten and six down to four and uh, twelve. Two years probably as a head year? coach, I think they got to be smarter than that. I don't think they're going to do it. I think that they're going to they're going to let him and McCagnan work their way out of this. Marvin Lewis. See, he's number. He's my number two. <clears throat> okay. Um. Uh, see, I don't think Fox is going to get it in Chicago. I really don't think Kelly's going to get it in San Francisco. They can't go too straight. No, they're not going to. They're not going to fire no, him. They can't do that. Uh, McCoy. Chargers? Yes. He's number probably th- gone. Number three. Mm-hmm. All right. Rex. Yeah, you can't leave the pizza out here. Cause... Scavengers. Well, see, they take... They've, it's like the Walking Dead in they've here. They've taken over my position. <laughs> you know? It, that's exactly it. You, know? Know? you can't turn your and back. There's a line down the hall. You, you, take your, you, you pick your head... You t- t- turn around a corner down the hallway. There's a line of people down the hallway. People <laughs> came from Main Street and walked upstairs to get yeah, this stuff. Yeah, yeah, Right. I don't, I don't doubt it. McCoy's... <laughs> So McCoy's number three, Ryan's number four, although I don't think they ought to do that either. You don't think they should fire Ryan? No. I mean, you know, what's he got? What's he got there? I don't know. You know? I mean. Undisciplined team because he's you know, not a good coach? They've, they've, already, they've already fired Fisher. And since when does that matter? You know, what do you throw your hands up and say, well, we can't with that. What do we got? Well, no, is it, but it's Buffalo. Sure. And Buffalo's gone musical Buffalo's musical chairs for coaches. You know? At some point you gotta stick with somebody. I agree. You know, and that's why I think they should but stick. I don't think they're going to. Yeah. Uh, I think they should. All right. So they got passed by the Dolphins and the yeah, Jets were well, better than them last year. Yeah, but year. I told you that they probably will do it, but I don't think they should. Okay. Um all right, so where are we here? So McCoy, Ryan, Bradley, and uh, who was the other and, and Lewis. Lewis. Um, right. All right. Okay. There's nothing going to happen in Arizona, I don't think. Or, or I don't think San Francisco is going to get rid of their guy. Uh, the Eagles are bad. No, nah, that's not going to fire first year. No, yeah. There's no reason to fire him at all. He's, he's, he's there to try to start over. Um, Bear, who's the Bears coach? Fox. And Fox. I, don't, I don't think after two years they're going to do that. They have did you yell- see the picture of John Fox that I found? You know, I, out I, did, I, I, I didn't get a chance to look at it. I saw you did it, but I didn't get a chance to look at it. I was looking over the college careers. There's a post on ESPN.com <laughs> about all the coaches in the, NA, in the NFL, 
and where they, you know, played in school, if they did at all, even some of them. Like Adam Gase, he just played in high school. He didn't even play in college. Adam Gase looks like he's still playing in high school. I know. <laughs> <laughs> he never played college football. Right. Uh, Chip Kelly played college football. Yeah. At UNH. Yep. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, he's a New Hampshire guy. He grew up in Manchester. I knew that, but yeah. I didn't know he played at UNH. Yep. <clears throat> um, and Belichick played at Wesleyan. He also lettered in squash and lacrosse. Well, he was a lacrosse guy. Yeah, but I guess he was pretty good at squash, too. He's better at squash than he was at football. Yeah. He wasn't a good football player. Yeah. Most, co- most head coaches aren't, they were never great players. True. In, 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 in everything. You know, in basketball may be the exception. You had Bird as a coach. Yeah. You had some other good players as coaches. Yeah. Bird wasn't a bad Hornacek's coach. A good, Hornacek was a good player. He was a decent player. He was, he was good. Yeah. You know? You know, there's other, you know, I mean, I'm talking about players that you never heard. You never heard of them when they were playing. You know what I mean? True. You know, so. But uh, let's go back. Magic to the, wasn't a good coach. Let's go back to the firing line. Oh, he did it very briefly, too. Let's go That's back what to, I'm saying. Yeah. Let's yeah. go back to the firing line here. Okay. Um, Rivera? Rivera? I mean, they did no, just get him to a Super Bowl. No, no. And then go 5-8. and eight. No. Peyton? Yes. Yes, fire Peyton? Yes, number five. Okay. He's five on my list. You can't fire the new guy in L.A., so uh, Bruce Arians, fire him? No. Five, seven, and one? No. Biggest disappointment in the NFL yep. this year? No, I let him coach his way out of it. In a division that was de- theirs for the he team? May, maybe really. he'll step down because of his health. Don't forget he had you know, mild heart. He, have a mild, he had some kind of problem he had to be hospitalized for. He did? Yep. This year? Yes. Yes, he did. Um, Chest pains. Yep. Trying to think. I think of who Tests else were here. favorable. Let's see. My AFC East, you know, we've already gone through there. Chuck Pagano won't be fired. They already, Ursay already came out and said he's sticking with his with his team. Sure did. Sticking with Gregson and, and Pagano. Awful, they, awful GM. They go together in all kinds of weather. God. Yep. How could you possibly look at what they've done and think, yeah, this is this is what we want more yep. of? Yep. No, I know it. Yep. Especially the GM, the coach. Okay. But that GM, how do you justify yeah, keeping him on? Yeah, no, he's, he's not he's the wor- He might be the worst GM in the league. I thought when he first got there that he was doing great, but uh, then you realize what he was doing long-term, and it, didn't, it just didn't fit. Horrible. Yep. And with so many opportunities to go different directions and and shore up the holes in that team, and he just refuses to do it. Sure. They refuse to sign any offensive lineman, any defensive back. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. Sure. No, I know. They're going to miss the playoffs again. I know. Even though they got supposedly the best young quarterback in the NFL. So I'm looking right now at five coaches that are going to be uh, – uh, there could be as many as five coaches. I think that's what we're looking at. So mm-hmm. uh, they're going to lose their jobs. Now, you take those five, there's always a surprise in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's always somebody you didn't expect. Pagano could get fired, though. No, because... He, he could. Just because they gave him a contract extension doesn't mean they no, won't Ursa, fire him. No, Ursi already came out yesterday and said he's keeping both of them. He said it yesterday? Yes. <clears throat> he said we, we could be 10-3 and three if things had gone our way. Yeah. No breaks. That's what he said. And if Grandma had... <laughs> and if I didn't have a stomach issue, I could eat that pizza right now that you've got. Right. Yeah. Or if I let you have some. Yeah, I'd, I just, I'd swat you away. <laughs> So we're looking. So let's go over the list again. Mm-hmm. All right. Number one is Bradley. Number two, I'm going to put McCoy ahead of Lewis. Then I'm going to put Lewis as third. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put Ryan as fourth. Okay. 
And then who was our fifth guy again? Um, uh, Sean Payton. Sean Payton, yeah. Right. That's number five. The surprises. The ones I don't expect. Payton just signed an extension, too. Five-year extension. Five years? Yeah. Nine oh, million per. Oh, boy. I'm surprised at that. Are you sure that's... Really? I didn't know yeah. that. I'm still going to put him on there. Um... That's it. I guess I guess on the outside with a chance. Teetering on the brink would be Fox. And uh well normally you'd say Pagano, but once I heard that I don't think that's gonna be the case. I have a wild card. I have a dark horse. All right, let me let me think of uh you know, Air right, I'll put Arians possibly, okay. but I don't think that's gonna happen either. Um and I'll I just don't think they would do it to Kelly. You know, you don't bring a guy in and sign in on what three or four years. Tom, then... they're on a twelve-game losing. Yeah, streak. Yeah, I know, but he's got nothing there. A twelve-game losing. I know, streak. I know, but they're bad. They're really bad. You know, bad players make coaches look bad. They may make a change and get Balky out of the, their GM. That's what I would do. But I don't think if they, they bring in a new GM, you, you, that, you, that you, might you, also mean we bring in a you new. You're gonna coach. hire your third coach in three years. If there's a new GM, if they bring in a new regime, then you know, that could happen. You know what? I bet the regime they're gonna do. They're gonna give Kelly the keys to the kingdom. That's what they should do. That's what they should do. Yeah. I, Based I do on it. what? Just do Based it. Based on the way he ruined the Eagles. I think just I. You know, I don't. I don't know if he ruined the Eagles. He so ruined much. the Eagles. Yeah, I don't know. Um. Here's my dark. Here's my dark. Who's horse. your dark horse? Bill O'Brien. I think oh, Bill O'Brien's one of the worst uh, coaches Houston? in the NFL. That team may make the playoffs this year, but even if they do, I think they should strongly consider firing him at the end of the yeah, season. I, I, I think I, he sucks. I know you do. I know it. You know what? I'm not disagreeing with you. That team should be better than they are. Much better. Yep. In that division, too. Come on. They are, they're 7-6 and six right now. And from what I saw of them when they played in Foxborough, they're seven and six. I think they ought to be right now nine and four with what they have. Okay. Yeah, I agree. But, with that. but Osweiler's been awful. But and here's the thing. If you if you go back and look at some of the stories that I read anyway, maybe this is all hot, you know, you know, trying to correct, you know, make O'Brien look good. O'Brien and Osweiler was a shotgun marriage. Yeah. I know for a fact that Osweiler never went there to talk to him. They just said, okay, is it going to be Hoyer? No. Is it going to be Mallet? No. Okay, whoever it is, just sign him. At Who's that. free? Exactly. Yeah. And the owner did it. Whoever it is. The just GM please, did it. don't make it them. The GM did it. Sent yeah. Osweiler a contract. said, what do you think? Osweiler goes, where do I sign? And they said, right here. Osweiler said, what? What? Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> okay. Yep. Sure. Right. Then again, I don't know about that. I think he might have gotten paid somewhere else, too. Maybe not like that. No, not like that. But he would have gotten probably 15. Right. Shotgun marriage. Yeah. What's he making, 17 and a half, 18, even, something like that? I don't even know. Is, oh, is, he, is it that much? Yeah, it is. That's obscene. It is. That's just obscene. I don't know. I think I think I I like I like that O'Brien, you know, I've in the, what's that show? The Hard Knock show that they did. Talked about his family. Personally, I don't have any problem with Bill O'Brien or anything like that. No, I just, he's a hard-nosed football coach. Yeah, but I just don't think he's but a very But the quarterback good coach. and the coach. dumb decisions. The quarterback and the coach are not a good mix. Mm. And they're paying the quarterback a lot more than they're paying the head coach. So I can see that. But, 
This is what? Is this his third year or his second year there as head coach? Um, I think it's his third, isn't it? I think it is his third. Yeah. I think it is his third, yeah. Yep. You know? Double check that. Yep, third season. Nine and seven, nine and seven. Right now they're seven and six. Yep. They made the playoffs last year and lost in the uh, wild card. Or no, not in the wild card. They lost. Um, who did Houston lose to last year? Oh, the Chiefs. Oh, yeah, they got killed by the Chiefs in the wild card game. Yes. That's what happened. Chiefs. Oh, this Hoyer. Ass. Yeah, well, Hoyer. Yeah, they lost 30 to nothing. Yeah, Hoyer threw, you know, tons of interceptions. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. All right. Uh, we got to take a break. 603-883-9900 is your phone number. 883-9900. Text lines 845-827-1250. We'll be right back. Give them a call at 603-883-9900. It's Christian and King. I'm Ari Wolf with NFL Network Now on the Westwood One Radio Network. There is no reason for optimism for new stadiums in San Diego or Oakland. That's according to Colts owner Jim Ursay, who said at the league's winter meeting Wednesday it wouldn't surprise him if the Chargers exercise their option and move to L.A. before their January 15th deadline. The NFL says it's still committed to working with both cities on keeping their teams. Elsewhere, the Cardinals cut receiver Michael Floyd after a DUI arrest earlier this week. Floyd had four TD catches this season. Some injury news. Aaron Rodgers mispracticed with a sore calf. Andrew Luck was out with an arm injury. While the turf toe that kept Julio Jones out of last Sunday's Falcons game also kept him out of practice Wednesday. Adrian Peterson practiced for the first time Wednesday since injuring his knee in Week 2. He hopes to play next week. Also back at practice, Bengals star A.J. Green, who missed the past three games with a hamstring injury, and Alshon Jeffrey, who is coming back from a four-game suspension. This has been NFL Network Now on the Westwood One Radio Network. Don't keep your favorite memories buried in the basement. With everyone gathered for the holidays, now is the perfect time to send those old photos, cassettes, and home videos to Legacy Box where we transfer your cherished memories to DVD or thumb drive and send them back to you in digital form, ready to watch, share, and relive. And for a limited time, go to LegacyBox.com slash GoSports to get a 40% discount on your order. That's LegacyBox.com slash GoSports. LegacyBox.com slash GoSports. I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Recently, mortgage rates have dropped to the second lowest level in history. The rate today on a 30-year fixed rate mortgage is all the way down to 4.125%. APR, 4.82%. It's a great time to refinance with Quicken Loans and save hundreds every month. So lock in this ultra-low rate before it goes back up. Call 800-QUICKEN. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. And- the 2016 Chick-fil-A Nashua Holiday Basketball Tournament, Wednesday, December 28th through Friday the 30th at Nashua High School South. This year's event features girls and boys teams from Nashua South, Nashua North, Alvern, Southeegan, Milford, Goffstown, and Merrimack, along with special appearances from the famous Chick-fil-A Cows. Games start at 10 a.m. each day, and tickets are available at the door. The 2016 Chick-fil-A Nashua Holiday Basketball Tournament, Wednesday, December 28th through Friday the 30th. More info at nhsportspage.com. The year-end holiday event is going on now at North End Subaru in Lunenburg. From now until January 3rd, get 0% financing for 63 months on select Subaru models. Make no payments until March and get a $250 gift card just in time for the holidays. Legacy, Impreza, Forester, Outback, over 350 vehicles in stock. You're one click away from great holiday savings at BuyNorthEndSubaru.com. See Peter Rigoda, BuyNorthEndSubaru.com for details. Offer ends January 3rd. 
The Sports Blast, Saturday afternoons from 11 to 2, right here on ESPN New Hampshire. Well, okay, Mr. <laughs> I don't want Chris Sale because I don't want to give up you on Mankata. Oh! That was before I saw Mankata in person, and he struck out every single game of his career. Happy holidays. You didn't want to give up you on Mankata. I went back. You know, we're always saying we're going to pull the tape. We're going to pull the tape. I pulled the tape, and both of you guys did not want to give up you Play on the audio, Brian. We don't actually we don't have it. Yeah, oh, we did. We did. <laughs> the Sports Blast, Saturday afternoons from 11 to 2, right here on ESPN New Hampshire. Hey, it's Dan Patrick here. This time, no talk about trucks splashing through the mud or exceptional low-end torque or, you know, those great soundtracks that stir the soul. No, not in this 60-second word to the wise about the Ram Heavy Duty, a truck that's as essential as a hammer, nails, and tape measure are to a carpenter. This is a machine that doesn't need any extra oomph to get your heart pounding. I'm not about to prattle on about capability and durability and nobility and probability or any ability. Nothing like that. Well, I'm not even going to go with it's tough as winter nail or sturdy as a mountain or any other cheap jack low rent hokum because this isn't that kind of thing. No, it's not. This is a truck that simply lets its engine do the talking. And I'm here to talk about one piece of information, and I think you'll appreciate this and understand it. The Ram Heavy Duty can carry more weight than any other heavy duty truck, period. That's it. That's the only message. Except for guts, glory, Ram. Every big sports moment can be heard right here on ESPN New Hampshire. Classic is shot. Down in front, picked up by Crosby. Lobbed down the ice. And the Pittsburgh Penguins have won the Stanley Cup. Flips to Jenkins. Three for the win. It's good. It's the three to win the National Championship. Steps back, puts up a three. Won't go. Final seconds. It's over. It's over. Cleveland is a city of champions. The Cavaliers are NBA champions. We've got it all here. This is ESPN New Hampshire. You're listening to New Hampshire's home for the Boston Red Sox on 1250 Manchester. It's ESPN New Hampshire. I noticed, Tom, about all the teams that are kind of in the playoff hunt and doing well this year. Yeah. Almost every single one of them. In what sport are we talking about? Football? In the NFL. In the NFL, okay. Just want to make sure. Almost Just every make, single one of them. want to make sure it wasn't MLB, you know? Not MLB. Okay. All the teams right now in the playoff hunt. Almost all. Not all of them, but almost all of them are surprises. The Dolphins are a surprise. Yep. The Tennessee Titans are a surprise. Yep. <laughs> the Raiders and Chiefs are both a surprise. As Chiefs I aren't. Would say. Chiefs aren't. I that they're this good. They're, they're a good team. Chiefs aren't a surprise. Raiders are a surprise. Raiders are a surprise. Um, the Cowboys. So that's, that's three. Cowboys are a surprise. Um, yes, they are. No one expected when Romo was hurt. No one thought this would happen. Oh, when he when he got hurt. Yeah. I didn't. I thought Prescott would be pretty good. You thought they'd go eleven and two. Um, I thought they'd be in not that, at least in at that least, division. At least eight or nine games. The Redskins made the playoffs. Well, hold, hold on, wait, hold on, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Now, the NFC East 
last year mm-hmm. was one with a nine and seven record. Right. It's not a big division. No, it isn't. You know, this year it is because but the he, Giants are nine and four. Right. And there right. Was another team that was be- there were right. two teams ahead of Cow- them. In my mind, the Cowboys are, aren't a surprise to me. I thought they would. I thought they'd be a playoff team. I picked them to be a playoff team. Did you? Yes. Okay. Well, then you can have that one. Yep. Uh, the Lions, one hundred percent. Yes. Yes. The Vikings. Bridgewater uh, got hurt. Uh, disappointed. Things happened there. Yeah, they were five and zero. Oh. They're the other way. Buccaneers. Surprise. Big surprise. Um, the Falcons aren't a big surprise, but the fact that they haven't fallen off at some point, like they always do, which I guess they still could. They're eight and five. They could still end up, you know, going eight and eight. I guess, but I don't think that's going to happen with them. Nope. Buccaneers definitely a surprise. The Lions are a surprise. I said Tampa and Detroit are the two major surprises. Uh, in in that uh, in in the in the NFC, okay, and, and, and you could say you I'm could say the Cowboys the Gi- in you could say the Giants. Giants are a surprise. Yeah, six and ten. Two I picked years them to go to the Super Bowl. Right, six and ten, two years in a row. Yeah. All right, fine. So Giants, you give me the Giants, and no, we'll you trade. give me the Cowboys, Cowboys and I'll right, give you the Giants. Right, we'll trade. All right. Yep. So we'll say there's three surprises in the NFC. Three surprises. Three surprises in the AFC. There's three surprises. Raiders. Titans and Dolphins. Yep. And there's teams that are surprisingly bad too. But that's six teams. Out of a possible what? Ten? There's gonna be ten playoff you know, teams? You know what? I'm gonna say this. You probably may disagree. It happens every year. That's what I mean. It happens every year. You know why? Not so, well You know why? I feel like there aren't this many teams that were awful the year before you know, to make the playoffs. You know why? The schedules. That it evens things out. I guess so. The the par- the Pete Rozelle parody, you know, they when they when they did the scheduling formulas. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me, it evens things out. Yeah, you know? the only team that's not a surprise ever is the Patriots. They're the most the consistency. The the only consistency to match what New England is doing, and I don't know what the numbers are. The inverse would be Cleveland. They're that well, consistent. Yeah, well, that, that, <laughs> in terms of being consistently good for 16 years or 15 years straight. And there may be a, a hiccup in there somewhere, but it would be the Landry Cowboys. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. They were good every single year. They won... You know, if they didn't if they didn't win 10 games, it was a shock. And I think that... I don't know what they're, what the numbers say. But the Landry Cowboys from probably 1970 or 1970 on through, you know. From 1966. Yeah. To. See, I don't know if in the late 60s they were all that good. 1985. Yeah. 19 years there. 19 years. They missed the playoffs twice. Right. Missed the playoffs twice. Yep. Won two Super Bowls. Yep. Made it to the Super Bowl one, two, three, four, five, five times. Yep. And made it to the conference championship game one, including those five, six, seven, eight. Probably about ten. Nine, ten, eleven, twelve times. Yep. Yep. I put that there too. That's right up there with the Patriots in mm-hmm. terms of consistency. Those Landry Cowboys were were they were just always That's there. Twenty years. They were always there. Yeah. Now they didn't have the. They didn't have the consistency. They went from Meredith to Staubach to I forget who was after Danny that. Danny White. Danny White, right? Yep. yep. 
And, uh, yeah, Landry was there the whole time. Meredith to Craig Morton to Staubach and Craig Mor- uh, to Staubach Morton. Then Morton got dealt away, and, mm-hmm. and, and Staubach got the job, and then right. Danny White and after Staubach Tony retired. Tony Dorsett. As a running back. Yeah, running yep. back those years, yep. too. Oh, the Cowboys were filled with, you know, mm. they were filled with great players. You know, they, I mean, they really were. So it was, you know, it's just, you know, that level of consistency was, and that's why they were called America's team. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So that's that's the that's the level we're talking about. And then they had another resurgence in the '90s, obviously. Yeah, with Jimmy Johnson, and and once they made the draft, once they made the Walker trade, got all those picks and everything else, the whole bit. You know, yeah, that, that just fortified them, and they got Aikman and Emmett Smith. Mm-hmm. You know, and now they have Prescott and Elliott. Yeah, and not a moment too soon because and they'll be there for a long time. Those two. Yeah, you know. Now, Elliot, you wonder about. In the last 10 years, they've made the playoffs three times. Elliot, you wonder about. If he'll be there for a while? Well, what's what's the NFL going to do with him? Right. That's still hanging over their heads. Mm-hmm. No one talks about it. There was, I think they saw a story somewhere. I didn't, I didn't open it up. I'll tell you what the NFL is going to do. Nothing, because he's good. You know, Michael Probably. Floyd just got cut after getting arrested for a DUI, and Michael Floyd hasn't done jack squat this year. 14 touchdown passes. Floyd? 14. This year? I just heard it on, on, a, on a report. 14. Not this year. Th- I, thought I, that's what the, I thought that's what they said. That can't be right. I thought that that's what this guy said on the uh, sports update that we had during the break. Check it four. out. Four. I thought he said 14. Four. Oh, he only has four? Okay. I thought he, I he thought has I, 33 catches, 446 yards, and four touchdowns. Oh, I, 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 swear, like I swear he said 14. His season high in, in receiving yards this year, I think, now, is 65. Now, you know, you know when we listen to these things that they make a lot of mistakes on them. We've heard them do it. Yeah. And I swear I heard him say 14. Okay. That's not, not even close. <laughs> right. I, I was surprised. But, I mean, that you know, that's a big deal. They cut him, you know? Mm-hmm. But they cut him because he sucks. Well, they cut him. Well, yeah, that's why they cut him because he's no good. Well, they wouldn't have cut him if he didn't get the DUI. They would have kept him. If he got the DUI and he didn't suck, they would have kept him too. Yeah, probably. And if the team wasn't so bad, right? You know, but they've been so bad because he's been bad. Yep. Not only because of that, but that's you know. But he was somebody they were counting on. Oh sure. Oh sure. Yeah, definitely. In 2013, he was a thousand yard receiver. Yep. And in the last two years, he's at least been up around 850 yep. with six touchdowns. Now he's 446. Now they're just having a bad year all the way around. Yeah. He really he fell off things, pretty hard. Things, you know, they're having a bad year. The GM started it after, you know, basically, you know, he basically uh, reamed the team out in public after they lost to the Patriots. Mm. And I think that backfired on him. I really do. Yeah. Because when you do that, it's good that you're you show you care, mm-hmm. but you're really you're really taking the head coach's hands out, you know, putting yeah. his hands in his pockets. You know, that you just you're just leaving your head coach out there to dry. Should the That's Patriots sign Floyd? Um, Should they at least look at him? I don't think they need to. Amendola. They need a return man more than they need a receiver. They got three well, solid receivers. Well, depth never hurt anybody, right? Not that I'd advocate, you know, I mean, he's, he's bad in a good offense, so I don't know. I don't think he just suddenly come here and be good. They're probably not. I bet he's clearly crap. going through some things. They're he's probably driving not, around here. Yeah, they're probably not going to do it. 
Kraft probably won't let it let it happen. Well, he Kraft. got arrested for a DUI. He didn't get convicted of it. Right, but Kraft might say, "No, we don't want that." Mm. Sets a bad sets a bad tone. Yeah, I suppose. You know, had he just been released because he he wasn't working out there. Yeah, and, and it was nothing like this hanging over his head. Maybe that different was, story. Yeah, different story. Yeah. All right, six zero three eight eight three ninety nine hundred. That's the phone number. Quick break. We'll be right back after this here on Christian and King. Christian and King. I have found two fine Americans who are willing to serve our nation. Christian and King weekdays from twelve to three on ESPN New Hampshire. The Apple Therapy Student-Athlete of the Month is brought to you by Apple Therapy. Visit AppleTherapy.com. This is Laura Remillard with ESPN New Hampshire Student-Athlete of the Month of November with Gabrielle Masseur from Nashua North. How are you? Thank you so much. You broke Nashua North's high school across goal record as a junior. So that was obviously a really special game. We were playing against Merrimack. Definitely a really great game, and it was really exciting, but I couldn't have done it without my teammates helping me out and getting the ball and feeding it to me and their support and my coaches' support. What's your favorite thing about playing lacrosse. So I love getting the ball and transitioning it from whether it be defense to offense, getting it from the draw and just like sprinting down as fast as I can and getting it to my team. I really like the teamwork and effort. On here I'm seeing some volunteer work at the Nashua Soup Kitchen. Yep, I'm involved a lot in like with my school and like sports in my community. Nashua Soup Kitchen's one. I'm also vice president of National Honor Society. I'm a leader in a 10 Connections. I'm a leader in Team Titan. I'm actually the secretary in the class of 2017. And where are you looking at going to school, Gabby? I'm actually committed to play um, lacrosse at UNH. What is your inspiration to go above and beyond? My parents have always been there to support me and to believe in me, and I think that has really helped me become like the athlete I am and always reach for the stars and to go with all my heart, push to be the athlete and the person I am. So they definitely inspire me so much. That was Gabrielle Masseur from Nashua North, Apple Therapy Student Athlete of the Month. Nominate your son or daughter. Sign up now at ESPNNHradio.com. With six New Hampshire locations, Apple Therapy's comprehensive orthopedic rehabilitation clinics offer convenient access to a wide variety of services. Apple Therapy uses the latest technology and treatment techniques such as trigger point dry needling, active release techniques, running gate video analysis, and Graston technique. Plus, they are networked to most providers in all insurance companies. Apple Therapy is located in Amherst, Bedford, Manchester, Nashua, Londonderry, and Executive Health Club. For more information and access to their video library, visit AppleTherapy.com. Looking for a stylish place to call home? Then you need to check out the brand new apartment homes in Lowell at 24 Merrimack Street. The apartments at 24 Merrimack Street are located in historic downtown Lowell and offer unique apartment living within an historic 19th century building. Residents enjoy brand new interiors and unparalleled lifestyle amenities. Just moments from downtown Lowell's boutique shops, cafes, and entertainment. For more information, please visit 24MerrimackStreet.com. Again, that's 24MerrimackStreet.com. It doesn't have to be golf season to enjoy everything the Atkinson Resort and Country Club has to offer. Open to the public seven days a week, Atkinson Resort and Country Club features two restaurants, Merrill's Tavern, a great place to watch sports or to try your hand at virtual indoor golf, and the Stagecoach Grill serving lunch and dinner daily. The Atkinson Resort and Country Club is also one of New England's highest rated wedding venues and boasts over 15,000 square feet of conference space. The Atkinson Resort and Country Club in Atkinson, New Hampshire. Online at AtkinsonResort.com. In southern New Hampshire, there's only one choice when it comes to the best in orthopedic care. New Hampshire Orthopedic Center has been providing award-winning treatment for all orthopedic conditions for over 40 years. Chances are one of our physicians has helped someone you know get back in motion. Voted best orthopedic office by union leader three years running. Voted top doctors 30 times by peers in New Hampshire Magazine. 
Tell your primary care physician you'd like to see a specialist at New Hampshire Orthopedic Center. We keep bodies in motion. Visit NHOC.com for more information. Visit ESPNNH.com for all the breaking news. Check out the list of podcasts, blogs, and everything sports. By the door, she's still looking at that box. That pizza is attracting people all over the place. Sully's in here. Unbelievable. You know? I'm telling you, there's a line right behind her, right? There's about five or six people down the hall. ESPN.com is a very interesting little uh, item. And they list the potential five best head coaching openings. Potential openings. Okay. All right. Number one is going to. It kind of surprises me because I don't think they should do it. The Green Bay Packers Interesting. is listed numero uno. I can see that. Now, we have a couple of the rest of these. I don't think he's a very good coach, McCarthy. I, I don't think so either. Well, I, I don't know. I don't um, think anybody in Green Bay would be upset if he got fired. He's done a good job since he's been there though, over the years. You know? I don't think anyone attributes it to him. I think the general manager is the problem. The guy's Maybe. picking the players. You know? I thought the whole town was the general manager. Isn't that how it works in Green Bay? Y- yes. Yeah, the whole of. town makes the decision. So you know what? Personnel. Fire that whole town. Get Fire them all them. out of there. You know? Damn it, town of Green Bay. You know it. Make, them make that exodus look like the walking dead. You know? Have them all get out. Yeah. You know, all those cars. <laughs> all right. Number two. The San Diego Chargers. Yeah, we called that one. Right. Who That's by the number two most most attractive head coaching the NFL's best potential head coaching openings. Oh God, really? Yeah. San Diego. San Diego. That's good potential in San Diego. Yeah, Philip Rivers, I guess. Philip Rivers is old, and I mean yeah, that I defense know. sucks. I know. It's one of the worst defenses in the league. It is. It is. I'm having a hard time finding understanding how that's more attractive than. Well, who who's next? Who's next? Number three. Team we already talked about that I say is not going to be on the list. Okay. The Indianapolis Colts. Okay. All right. That's always going to be a potential good job because of Andrew Luck. Yeah. But also, you got Grigson picking the players for you. Well, you got to get Grigson out. Number four. We already mentioned this. This will probably happen. The Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. But I tell you what, don't be surprised if they don't do anything with them. How are the Chargers more attractive than the Bengals? I don't know. Bengals, you know, I mean, you Bengals, like, the Bengals stink this year, but at least they have like a talented roster. You know what? The Chargers don't even have anybody good on this. I team. think you ought to put your name in there because you love that job. You the love Bengals that job? job, yes. I think it's better than the Rams job or the. Oh Chargers no, it's not job. better than the Rams job. And I say this from strictly a football perspective. Not better than the Rams job. Rams job. From a football perspective, time yes, it is. I'm surprised the Rams job isn't on this list. All right. I know. Number four. Well, that's the only one oh, that's, that's assuredly a vacancy. Right. Number five is yeah. the Jacksonville Jaguar. Jaguar. We should call them what they're real name. The Jaguar. The Wagwars. The Jaguars. Yaguars. 
Welcome yeah. to Jacksonville, where the Aguas. So those are the top five. I used to work with this guy who used to call, he'd call uh, letters with a, or words with a Y, he'd call them J's. Yep. And he was a big Yankees fan. Oh, really? And if it was a J, he'd say Y. So he'd always want to talk to me about the Yankees, and he wanted to know what was going on with Derek Yeeter. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> this guy was That's awesome. So stupid. All he ever wanted to talk about was baseball, and he loved the Jankies, and he just wanted to talk about the Jankies and Derek Eater. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's true. Oh, the guy's Lord. name was Elmer. He was an awesome dude. Oh, my God. He was God. an awesome guy. Where he worked in, We worked at a restaurant oh. together. There's more on this list. Yeah. Number 10 is San Francisco. All right? Because the roster is just unrecognizable. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially from the Super Bowl one is, is what the writer See, says. I think the Chargers and the Niners, it's right about the same to me there. All right. All right, now, you like this guy. Uh, let's see who this guy is who's writing this. Bill Barnwell. From I do like Bill Barnwell. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, but you'll like what he says here because he agrees with you. All right? Christian Arcan's very handsome. Yeah, yeah, well, I agree yeah, with I that, think that's too. Later, I think that's later in here. Okay. Yeah, and I think it, I think it had... What did he say? I, I think it had a big... Capital N O T after it, but that's all right. That's oh, that's either that's that either near there. He just dropped a knot on me. Yeah, not. You're yeah. very handsome. Knot. <laughs> Boom. Uh, they right. used to like end people's lives in he, middle school he, when you hit them with one of those. Oh, I know. Yeah. Oh man, there's no recovering. From you got that. Lucille next to you there? No, you got a pizza. <laughs> you're not you're gonna slap a pizza on me. All right. It has been suge- <laughs> it has been suggested that the Rams' vacancy is viewed. Isn't this great? I'm contributing to all this. Steering the conversation? Isn't this a riot? It's very unusual. I know, it really is. <laughs> I'm I'm in awe, I mean, really. I know, really. It is this is the power of the phone like I know. you told me to get, you know. I know. Like I begged you to get. I know, all these years. Because really, once you start running out of stories in the globe, you're worthless I, to me. I know, I know. And, I, and you know what? I can't read the stories in the globe because <laughs> my eyes are so bad. You're just a lump. <laughs> but at least there. with this I can grow I can <laughs> At least with this, I can make the words bigger. Yeah, true. You can make all the text on that thing bigger. <laughs> I know, I know. That's what I'm doing. I know. You can have like one letter at a time in each. Exactly. <laughs> I know. That might take, take up the whole screen. But that would take me a long time to read on the air, so I better not do that. That's true. It would. All right. All right. Barnwell says with the Los Angeles Rams, who we ranked as number nine. Okay, number yeah. nine. I ranked them as number one. Sully and I had them at number one. You know, it has been suggested by Tom King that the Rams' vacancy is viewed. As a desirable gig by wrong, those in the wrong, league. Wrong, wrong, wrong. <laughs> no, that's not wrong because he says it's been suggested. Wrong, wrong, so wrong, wrong. He's stating fact there. All right. That's true. The suggestion it has the suggestion been suggested. Suggestion is the fact. By right. dummies like you. Right. Right. Maybe it's just me. Right, 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 right. But this gig doesn't seem very exciting at all. <laughs> Let's run through the checklist of things you might want if you were going to take over a rebuilding football oh team. Oh, my God. This sounds like exactly what I've been talking yeah. about. A franchise quarterback? The Rams drafted Jared Goff with the first overall pick in April. But Goff wasn't good enough to get on the field for most of his rookie season. So right. what? Most coaches, rookie quarterbacks back in my day, they, they, they'd be in a taxi squad. And he has posted a brutal 24. Not when you're the first overall pick. 24.5 QB rating since getting there. That's not good. 
It's too early to give up on golf, but the initial returns about as ugly as it gets. Exactly, you can't pick. cut it. You can't just start right. over with a whoever takes this job pick. is going to inherit golf as a quarterback in the future over three years and twenty point two point eight million remaining. And that's all, oh, Bill cover. Barnwell. You are speaking to me, right? Draft now. picks. Golf was the only player taken by the Rams in the first three rounds of the <laughs> 2016 draft. And the Rams are, are down first and third round selections in the 2017 draft after trading them to Tennessee as part of the deal to move up and grab him. That's interesting. I didn't realize that. Poop fest. Titans used two of those picks they acquired from the Rams to trade up and draft right tackle Jake Conklin, who was playing oh, yeah. at the Pro Bowl level. Right. Jake Conklin. Okay. The Rams likely will gain third, fourth, and sixth round picks as part of the comp- compensatory process. Actually, Conklin's pretty good. I take that back. But they've given away what they are likely to become. The, the they've given away what are likely to become the fifth and ninety seventh picks of the draft. Those are worth a combined twenty nine point eight points of value on the Chase Stewart draft value chart. On yeah. the what? <laughs> uh, exactly. The Chase Stewart. Who the hell is Who that? Who the hell is Chase Stewart? I don't know. See another race car driver, Los Angeles quarterback like Bryce Petty. In other words, what he's doing, what he's saying is the Rams don't have a good quarterback and they don't have any good draft picks. Other than that, Mrs. Lincoln. All right, there's more. There's more here. Cap space for Garbage. now. The Rams have $47 million in cap space available for 2017. Mm-hmm. But that's without deals for top. That's, and he goes on to say it's without signing their own guys, re-signing them. Right. Trumaine Johnson, mm-hmm. who is playing out a 2016 franchise tag. Underrated safety T.J. McDonald. He's or definitely sta- underrated because I or, don't know who he is. Or yeah. starting wideout Kenny Britt, all of whom would be unrestricted free agents. Britt. Linebacker Alex, Alec Ogletree will be entering the fifth and final year of his rookie deal. Mm. Also, 2017 is the fourth year of defensive tackle Aaron Donald's rookie deal. They need to get him. Which yeah, surely will include a fifth-year option for 2018. The Rams will owe Donald a mammoth extension in the near future. One that might make him the highest pass defender in football. Oh, boy, he goes on and on about the Rams here. This, is too, this, is, this takes too long. He says, furthermore, several Rams starters have regrettable contracts. Robert Tavon Williams. Austin, four years, $42 million. Yeah. Uh, Mark linebacker Mark Barron doesn't go into the numbers. Former second overall pick Greg Robinson, healthy scratch at offensive tackle earlier this mm-hmm. year, is locked up for one more year at six point seven million in guarantees. Todd Gurley, who is supposed to be the focal point of the Rams' offense, is averaging three point three yards per carry. God, what happened to him? No offensive line. That's what happened. Yeah. To him. Uh, with zero runs of twenty five yards or more. Jeez. He also showed up out of shape this year, didn't he? Uh, didn't yeah. Did they say that at the what? beginning of the season? They, they say, say that about every running back who stinks when he's been good before. Well, it's, it's but it could be true. Second year. I it mean, could be true. Right. Yeah. I know. It could be true. Good before. It's not like we're talking the about The best arguments that, that he says he can make for the Rams' job is that are that owners stand cranky, 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 showed a remarkable amount of patience with Fisher likely will be willing to spend money and has moved a team to a desirable market in Los Angeles. Okay. And does the latter really mean all that much? Probably not. Except that he needs to make a splash. So, uh, the Rams aren't hopeless. If the new head coach can turn Goff into a competent starter, he'd have an extremely valuable asset to go along with Donald, who's one of the most underpaid players in football. Mm-hmm. They've enjoyed him. This is where he really thinks that they're bad. 
This is this shows you he really thinks they're bad because then he says how good their special teams are. <laughs> <laughs> they have they have enjoyed excellent special teams under interim head coach John Fossil with punter. And, oh, and there we go. The Bill Belichick. Yeah, Johnny Hecker. Johnny yeah. Hecker. Worth twice as much in field position as anybody else. All right. I don't care about All this. All right. Thing. So there you go. So there's your, So he makes a good argument for you. Yes. Sully, I'm sticking with my story. L.A. is the place to be. Except for all those things that you actually even agree with, right? I mean, it's not like you disagree with any of that, do you? All, the, all those are facts. Yeah. They're all pretty good facts. Yeah. But I think that you got, you got you know, Cranky having to spend money and with cap, you can get rid of players to get under the cap. And you can get rid of some of the bad ones. Oh, wow. Great. You know? What an awesome situation yeah. to go into. We can and, shed all these contracts. Well, you're not going to win next players. year. No, but you, know? I mean, look. you can go to another team that maybe could. You know, no one thought the Dolphins last year were going to be winners this year. The Buccaneers or Titans, or I mean, they may not be, but you know, well, the Buccaneers and Titans are are attractive jobs because they had the quarterback. Okay, now what I'm saying with McDaniel's is he if he Jared was, Cobb was the first overall if he pick. was seriously considering first that if he was uno if he was seriously considering the Rams, he's got to make an evaluation on Cobb. Yeah. You know, Fisher I know did, what my evaluation on golf. Yeah, would be. Well, I know. What, yeah, well, we know what Fisher's evaluation on golf was too. You know? yeah. So, That's why and you know Keenan what? Played all year. Yeah. And you know what? We're gonna get a real good look at Jared Goff tonight. Yeah, we are going up against the Seattle Seahawks. We'll uh, talk about that game when we come back. Don't go anywhere. It's Christian and King. Every big sports moment can be heard right here on ESPN New Hampshire. Classic shot down in front, picked up by. Cross. 